Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. and I'm here to take you through an auditory journey through all the things in pop culture that you consume. Stuff that you're insatiable for. The stuff that you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm in rare form. We are here with another episode of Bald and Bingeable. Nelson Castillo, my sister of the Lord, my sucia partner. Is here, and we are going to be just discussing all kinds of uh, pop culture for you guys because it's been a minute, and Bravo is actually having something going on. But as we get into things, how are you, Mr. Nelson? I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. I'm like, I'm in like, it's Sunday that we're recording. So, <laughs> hello, everybody. Have a good beginning of the week. Yes, I'm going to talk like Meredith Marks, and sometimes I'll have a British accent. And that wasn't even, was even a British accent. I don't even know what that was. <laughs> that was that was not British at all. Like she was, sometimes she was. Just, I will have a British accent. <laughs> she was drunk and she was slurring. Remember, she was speaking in cursive, as the kids would say. <laughs> speaking in cursive, but then she also had like an English accent at times. <laughs> but we will get it. We are going to get into Salt Lake City, you guys, because it was too good this week, and a bunch of other like little random Bravo-y things. But before we get into all of that, um, it's the beginning of the week. Hello, everybody. A lot of you guys are getting up from Folsom. You guys are getting back from a party. It's so early. <laughs> so, and, and, we, and we popped up on your feed on a Monday morning while you're walking home from a trick's house. So good morning and good week to you Folsom listeners we did not go to Folsom you and I I haven't been for a while did you go have you been recent have you been last year yeah I went um I went last year actually and I had a good time but then you know there's just some things like it's so much um as a go-go dancer and working in nightlife you're just like moving from each you know venue or event to like actually really enjoy anything and then I think you know as go-go performers and people that work in nightlife were so spoiled um, by, you know, having a safe space to go run and hide to. So I remember like last year being at the Big Muscle Bear Party and I was literally there for an hour and I called it quits because I could not do it anymore. It was just so many people everywhere trying to get like a drink or a bottle of water was so much. And I literally was like, I looked at my friends and I was like, I can't do this. I have to go. <laughs> and then it's, I called. <laughs> and then I called Bill, and I was like, I wasn't crying, but because he didn't go with me on this trip, um, so I wasn't crying. But I was just like, Why did I go to that party? Like I'm having the worst time ever. Like I miss you. I shouldn't have came here. <laughs> like, like all those feelings, right? And then like the eagle was like right across the street. So I was like, You know what? Like I'm gonna go to the eagle. And I'm gonna just like chill out and have a drink. And I got to the Eagle and it was like definitely like more my speed. It was like chill. And then, you know, I, I chilled out and then my friends came because an hour later they were like, yeah, girl, that was a lie. I couldn't handle that. So I was I like, can't. I told you. I can't like... it. Okay. So for those of you guys 
who are out there that live in like the middle of the country and you female listeners that we have. So we're talking about Folsom Street Fair. It's happening in San Francisco right now um, as we speak. And it will be winding down with what is tonight? Is Aftershock tonight? No, Aftershock was last night. So tonight, I think is I think they're doing. Oh, tonight's real bad. It's the no, uh, real bad it's party. Real bad. So it's the main party to go to. Yeah. So there, there are some desperate homosexuals clad in leather and jock straps <laughs> right now running around saying, do you have a pass? Do you have a ticket for tonight? And Real Bad is sold out and has been sold out and people are yeah. like, they're selling whole. Okay. And just to get can we get into that culture for a minute? Like I have never been so desperate to ever go to a party and I've been to Real Bad and it's cute, but like, I'm not that girl. Like, you know, shaking and jonesing, you know, like a crackhead, like y'all got the real bad tickets. Like, like I've never been that girl. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a weird CNBC culture that you were there. You did it. And I think everybody should experience it once, maybe twice, yeah. but like, yeah. you know, like I would like try everything twice, but um, I don't know. That just tells you that we are desensitized and old. We are getting to our <laughs> <laughs> but that is like the demographic for that party is like guys in their 40s right yeah. so it's like well, i don't know yeah but the, but the big bustle bear party is like still a thing and like okay so how about this though? Yeah. Like big, big it's called still called big muscle bear it's a party yes. that happens um what is that venue called i cannot remember that venue's name oh they do it at they do it at dna lounge and it's actually a great venue i think oh, so it's great they could fit a lot of people in there yeah there are there are so many jaws moving so fast and no words. <laughs> yeah. like, like, like everybody, they just have jaw, jaw, jaw clenching and just how you do it? and they're like, how you doing? And they can't stop moving and they just keep on shaking and they're like, everybody's, everybody's kind of sweaty, kind of clammy feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, nobody's, nobody's eight in 48 hours. <laughs> your, bo- your bottom's haven't eaten since Thursday and it is, it is like, it is a day. Right. Uh, and it's it's a di- it's a daytime party too, which is the crazy thing because like you know like you get out like I think it ends like at six or something right, and you're like so you literally just go to the Eagle and keep on going, but like around four o'clock they're like we are out of Gatorades, we don't have any more Gatorade. <laughs> you're like what? You have like- <laughs> people like people, you'll see like a random furry eating a piece of pizza in the DNA Lounge pizzeria. Just yeah, like, like his, his head sitting next to him on the curb, and he's like eating a piece of pizza, just cold sitting there. It's it's the whole culture, but Folsom, like it's um, I don't know. I just I I haven't been since I think two thousand eighteen. Was it the one? Oh, because I remember there was one like remember me, you, Maddie, Carl, like we all went, and I think because it can keep showing up in my memories on Facebook, but it was like eight years ago. So, but yeah, I don't think I, eight years ago was like 2018 though, was it? I don't know. <laughs> was it? Am, am I old? <laughs> like, I'm, I, I, I mean, I am. I totally. <laughs> am, am I the I daddy? It's <laughs> um, a whole thing right now, but like the because my culture though too is like is I went with. The artist formerly known as Cub Club, remember that? Um, yes, I remember that. <laughs> a lot of people out there that just—I'm gonna write a book. I'm gonna write a book about all that—that <laughs> that whole experience <laughs> just that, that, that whole culture in my life and like that—that that whole part. But yes, um, yeah. 
we did a lot of that and then there was like the year that like um i was the only one who went it was like the first year that i went like as like a solo artist i beyonce and i think i remember i think i remember that yes like, yeah. i was there that year too i think but like it was just yeah, you sure. and me i think from the group yeah because we did i think we hung out we hung out with boomer banks actually for like a little bit i think and that, that was, was like the, the year that, that was the year that allegedly brown shorts stole my tips oh my god oh my god that's so funny but he was with violet tchotchke because violet tchotchke had just won drag race that year and then she was like in this big like showgirls number mm -hmm. and we were there and we were like oh my god there's boomer tchotchke. <laughs> like it's, just, it's so random like that Folsom brings like all those worlds together but it's kind of great you know like you get a little bit of the drag you get the random. muscle the leather like <laughs> it's random to think that, that was like that long ago that we like we've known, right <laughs> we've known boomer banks for how long you know what i mean like, oh my god like life yeah, since... like that is, is weird you know yeah it's it is really weird <laughs> talk about somebody too who has like bounced back and is like so beautiful now do you know what i mean like yes banks, yeah no like like boomer banks like came out and like everybody like like when he first hit the scene and everybody wanted a piece of boomer banks like he was like the yes thing and like that huge that huge thing that he swings around there that I just don't understand. <laughs> but and then like had a little bit of like some tribulation, whatever else in life, like we all go through and then grew through it. And like now is like this amazing human being who like yeah. just so loving and sweet, looks yeah. amazing. I saw him on the street in New York City. Yes, when you went to like, your trip, I remember you saying that. Yeah, like randomly in Chelsea, it's like it really is that whole Sex in the City thing about like you can't swing a dick in Chelsea without running into somebody. You know, <laughs> and it really was like I like turn around and it's like we're standing outside like the blue store, and I'm like, "Hey, girl," you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and I was like, I was tired and like, um, I was feeling my jet lag. It was like a couple, you know, like had being there a couple days in, and so yeah, um, had a quick exchange. And seen him, and so that's a deep tease for things that are future to come with <laughs> with, with, with Susia. But before we get into that, let's talk about Susia this month, October twentieth. Yes, we are back with our monthly exploit. You guys, this party is like our labor of love. That is like an organic thing that is growing in our crowd, and we're trying to t figure out like um the way that we want to hit you guys. And so this month. We are bringing back the underwear night. So that's still, that's going to be our thing because everybody wanted to like take their clothes off at the first one. And so free clothing check, um, which is cute. And so, okay, talk about something. So the last month with the people who took off their clothes were the nicest fucking people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was such a weird like like culture because sometimes like you know how you sometimes feel like at some of those underwear nights that like people like take off their clothes and then they just like walk around like holier than thou or like I'm a god you should look at me look at me you know, yeah kind of thing. and this yeah. was so different because it was like that um that one tall I don't want to say his name because I don't know if we should do that here but like the tall whiter boy who <laughs> really cute body and everything um i think you said that you've made out with him in the past oh okay yeah i know yeah. who you're talking okay. about yeah and so he like came over and he was like taking his clothes off and he was like i went to dinner and i forgot this was an underwear party so i didn't wear like a jock strap but i like failed and then he was like but he was like in like regular like cute like like 
I don't I call them like naked boxer briefs, but they're like the seamless boxer briefs. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah. They still look good, but super yeah. cute, super nice, and then just yeah. like, okay, and like was like running around like looking for bears. Um, but like, <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like that was like the general thing that was like everybody who was like taking their clothes off and like just kind of like hanging out and just kind of like hey and like you know hugging on each other and everything else. So yeah. we're so excited. I love that. Yeah, yeah. that October makes me happy. 20th. Yeah, October 20th, yes, we have Tony Ruiz, who is the original daddy bear. He is a legend in San Diego. I don't know if a lot of people know that he actually spun the first Latin night at the rail back in like 1989 or maybe 1996. I hope I'm not aging him that far. But I remember he sent me his he sent me his set list. I mean, the, he's gorgeous. Tony Ruiz is probably one of the hottest guys I think out there. Like, I have a crush on him. Um, and he's okay. been so, so guys, sweet to work with. Is <laughs> Nelson was like, I have a crush on this DJ. So we've hired them all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, I'm, that's not a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> I mean, everyone also wants a cute DJ. I mean, I hate to sound so vain, but I also do my homework and look at, like, the work and are they going to be correct for us? Um, so, yes, but pretty much out of Tony Reeves, it was very much, like, he's hot. I want to hire him. Tony <laughs> been a lot of, like, LL Bears, like, back in the day. Y'all remember yeah. LL Bear? It was a party at Rich's here in San Diego. Yes. And it yeah. um, existed before me, but then it was something that I, like, kind of came in and kind of took over i don't know if that was if everybody was happy about that but that's just what happened um <laughs> and so and then it kind of it started to phase out just because riches is riches is like a tourist place you know what i mean and it didn't need a bear at night and they don't really need to yeah. all that sort of thing so um but that's it, it is what it is but he was one of the people who spun at those ll bear nights and he would yeah just, it would be so amazing because it's there's a lot of like latin influence in what he plays he is a percussionist as well, so he like yeah. break out his drums or his like little um his like hip pad, whatever you call it. I don't know the technical word for it, but I know it looks yeah, cool and it's fun. But you know, I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know the technical word for DJ equipment was gear because we recently had Alfonso Tan with us, and um, when he was coming, he was like, "Hey, what kind of gear?" do you guys have and I was like do you mean like gear as in leather gear or do you mean gear as in like DJ equipment and he was like DJ equipment lol and I was like well I just learned something new like but it's funny because like now I pay attention to that and you hear DJ say like you know what kind of gear is it it's like it's fun to kind of know like the lingo of our profession you know so we sound a little bit you know more legit than <laughs> instead of being a Christina Applegate, you know, and uh, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead learning how to, you know, run the fax machine and watching the other girl do it or pass off the QED report. Like, I get, I know, I know the word, so I can do it. Like, I am on top of that, Rose. I am. I'm on top of it, girl. Thanks. Buy me a coat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, the, that's what I deal with. That's my whole life. This whole week has been so stressful because I'm trying to procure production and backline equipment and gear for djs <laughs> and a lot of uh some a lot of bands for this puerto rico thing that i'm trying to like that i'm bidding on and then i also have like another project next weekend because everybody gets fucking married in, in september 
September is like the wedding well, month. As soon as like, the- oh yeah, it will it will still technically be September. I forget September is a long month. I'm like, is it October yet? I'm like, it's not October. Yet. <laughs> it's only thirty month, thirty days, but it just ends up being the way that the it feels. Lo- it feels long for some reason. I don't know. It has felt really long this month. So it's the end of the. Uh, what do you call it? The end of the summer. So, you guys, October 20th, make sure you guys get your tickets. OsoSuciaEvents.com. Yes. You guys can find the links inside the show notes. You guys can find it inside of our um, Instagrams. You guys can find Nelson if you guys want to see what he looks like at Yas Queen. Y, two A's, three S's, Queen with a K-W-E-N. Okay, because he doesn't know how to spell. Not at all. So, and because <laughs> of that, we are raising money via Oso Susia events, and you can buy it on <laughs> October 20th and contribute to his Hooked on Phonics. <laughs> okay, so from there, I don't, um, going into there, so talking about like fall and everything, I had like been like on work for like two weeks. And so yesterday I thought, like, I'm going to have a Saturday and be productive girl <laughs> i did nothing i could do nothing i had nothing in me i just gave the dogs walks and hung out at home i ate a caesar salad <laughs> i made myself chocolate chip cookies like I had, I had dough already usually like in the, in the fridge but i yes oh. i am a very good partner so there's always like dough things in the thing but anyways um so i just kind of had like my like little afternoon and i ended up watching practical magic have you watched that actually i'm a bad gay i have never watched it i don't know why it just doesn't call to me it's so on hulu it's never really like called to me it's one of those movies that i've always acted like oh my god because like everybody else loves it so fucking much and yeah. I've found an appreciation because it, it's built with all the people that i should love like soccer channing and diane weiss and um nicole kidman we have you know Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock so yeah just like right there you should you just the northeast west and south we are witches we are one so that's probably <laughs> so I find it like I finally like really I, I've known about it because there's like a lot of hot boys in it but anyways um, oh maybe I will watch it then <laughs> oh, yeah, girl that's the thing like because you know men men who are the, who are the hot men's who are the hot men's okay, so, okay, so this movie came out in 1998 I was a junior in high school the whole practical magic so the cast um it's Goran vs Vishnik you know do you remember him from back in the day Mm-mm. no okay. maybe if I saw him I definitely would be like okay yeah sure that Look guy and then there's also like Mark Feuerstein, Feuerstein. Mm-hmm. You know him. He was like the cute one from Caroline in the City, and he's been on all kinds of other things like since then. I say Caroline, okay. in the, I don't know why Caroline in the City has such a big like oeuvre in my life, but for some reason, <laughs> <laughs> that Taylor Leone show really made a difference in my life. I don't know. I never, I never watched that show either, actually. <laughs> We, I gotta find it. But he was the doctor on Royal Pains. You know, like the remember Royal Pains that nobody watched? It was like on USA Network or something. Yeah, I didn't watch that either, girl. I didn't watch that. But do you remember how cute he was? Do you remember the cute guy from it? That I mean, was... I yeah, I would probably, if I saw him, I'd be like, oh yeah, he was cute. So you would, you would. Mark Fierstein, you'd be like, oh, he, I like that cute little Jewish man. He's so cute. <laughs> Anyways, and I think he's gay. Is he gay? Oh. I don't know. Yes, it up. is. Okay, so I'm looking, and he's got, like, a husband and children, and his children are ginger. So right there, that tells you. He's a he got a big D. 
Yeah, oh, he's a good person. <laughs> he's a good person because he, he adopted he, he adopted gingers. No, oh, he adopted I, ginger I, children. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I thought I don't he know like he adopt, I don't know if he had them had organically. Them. So like, oh, like he has ginger children. You're like, oh, so he's a ginger, and like most gingers have big D's. So <laughs> do they? Every I guy that I ever messed around with as a ginger has always had a huge dick. Like it is like massive, like lengthwise, girthwise. It's always been, but I always say that's the exchange for getting that hair. So, I love all the gingers in my life, and I'm trying to think about them. And like, and the ones that I've actually been with or been naked around because we're in a lot of like go-go rooms and things like that and yeah but like but go-go guys are like a different kind of a thing because you know like most like like they're, they're just showing off you know what i mean like yeah that's true so there's yeah like a whole thing but um but anyways yeah the ginger thing i don't know how we got here but this is where we are um but we were talking about, <laughs> we were talking about practical, practical magic, magic. Yeah. yeah so but i would say it's on hulu Put it on. It's very cute. And to actually okay. speak about that, so we're going to give a little bit of promotion to to some other friends. Is organic. We're being very organic with our promo- with our promotions today. Um, <laughs> you, you guys know Chabot Bakery, who we like, love. They were one of our uh, vendors who were there for our, our party in July. Yeah. Uh, for for the Susia, they um they just did their Sex in the City and Just Like That collection. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, so they have a monthly pop-up now here in San Diego at Sisters Pizza. So if you guys are looking, Chubbett Bakery, find them on Instagram. You guys can find out where else they're going to be. And pretty soon, I know that, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this, but I know that there's like a kitchen involved that she has something that she's working out of. So I know that things are coming down the pipeline from Chubbett Bakery. So it should be very exciting. But That's um, very exciting. <laughs> yeah, so, so pretty soon I think you guys will be able to put in orders from wherever you guys are. So I don't know if I'm jumping the gun and saying that, but you guys need to eat these cookies. Yeah, I ate my cookies. Yeah, I ate my cookies. I ate my cookies like in two days. And that was because I was really practicing a lot of restraints. Like I'd be like, okay, like, let me just eat half of this one and half of this one. Right. And then I'll eat the other half later. Well, it didn't really work out that way. I ate half and then ended up eating the other half, like in two minutes. So. Which, okay, wait, which, which flavor did you like the most? Um, I really liked the Che Diaz and I really liked the, um, the Wexler one. Okay. That was, those were my favorite. I got those, and then I did get the the Maya Wallace, and I did also get the Samantha. Um, but I like when I like a cookie, I really like like a chocolate chip cookie. An oatmeal chocolate chip is really like my favorite, and so many people really do it very well because they usually put cinnamon. And I'm not a fan of cinnamon and baked goods. I don't know why. I'm just not. I don't love love cinnamon in a chocolate chip cookie. Don't. No, I don't. I hate it so much. Like it will. I'll be like, okay, this is garbage. Like, (laughs) and that's not the case. Yeah, but the cookies were really good. So yeah. So her flavors, guys. What she does is that like she like takes on a collection. She plays homage to some pop culture or something, which we love here at Bubble Vengeable because we love pop culture. So you guys know Joelle because she's been on. She's a friend of the pod, but um. So what they did was, so like Che Diaz was like this, almost like a chocolate chip cookie with, um, I forget what was in it. There was pretzels. In it was it. like an everything cookie. Like it had pretzels and M&Ms and chocolate chips. It was it really was just, good. It was just like Che Diaz. They're a bit yeah. of a mess. They had like a little yeah. bit of everything in it. Amazing cookie. But like the LTW was a, cho- was a chocolate chip cookie, but with rose. Yeah. It was so good. It was. Yeah. It was like, oh my god, those were my two favorites of the collection. They were all really great, but they were 
but those are my favorites so well, there you go and bringing it back around this is means every third sunday she's over at sister's pizzeria here in san diego over in hillcrest and her new collection that she's unveiling for her october is going to be practical magic and then one of your, <laughs> and then another thing that um you guys have heard it on the past this is not my feeling nelson has feelings about this movie i do not sit with nelson <laughs> because i like this movie but it's also practical magic and hocus pocus are her like two and, <laughs> and so it's gonna be so cute all of you guys that love hocus pocus nelson's not a fan so just she sits over there by herself okay. don't come for else. me it's okay <laughs> It becomes very Wednesday Adams on the subject. Um, <laughs> but, like, that's happening. Okay, so let's get into, like, other news uh, as we go along. And so did you see this morning that they have announced who is going to be the Super Bowl headliner? I did. I did. I saw that. I wasn't, like, too crazy about it, but he does have a really good catalog of music. So I'm they sure he's announced... going to put on a – Ursher. Ursher. <laughs> okay but you know what like yeah defined a whole generation a yeah whole generation. yeah but but night but, but nightclub goers like yeah. you know that there was a special time in your life when usher would hit like when you would hear that like beginning of that of that music as soon as that music would start and you hear yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and you would just be like we gotta go to the dance floor now everybody's gonna be there we have to get to the dance floor it was it was an automatic dance floor thing and then they would always mix that right into from the window to the wall yes. and, then, like, <laughs> and it would be amazing and the guy that you were like kind of like feeling he'd be like all behind you with a little bit of like a poke coming through on you yes, <laughs> yes I live all those songs life. yes but those are yeah no catalog. but usher's catalog is yeah. quite large i think yeah so we stated it here on bald Invincible before that like when we were talking about who should be there you know and like people have said like gwen stefani and whatnot and yeah great gwen is great we love her but yeah i think a big um piece was usher and i said you guys i think usher is trying for this he got that Vegas residency to make sure he was at the top yeah. of his game performance-wise. His body's looking good. We randomly heard stories coming out of that Usher concert that remember, like that's famously where the um what's her name? Oh my god. <laughs> Shakira? No, a girl? Still, yes. She just feels racial because I'm I don't remember her name, and she's like a huge star. And so she's Tiana Taylor. No, but she's adjacent to Tiana Taylor. She was a child star. She was on the morning show with Michael Strahan. Then she was also in Oh, Kelly. Well, I was gonna say Kelly. No, Kelly Ripper. That was Kelly and Michael. See, um, I didn't, didn't want to do edits, and this is what's happening right now because I don't remember <laughs> her name. But this is this damn girl's name. She was a nope. People right now are driving and they are screaming at their what? thing. Allison Williams. No, Allison Williams wasn't in no, the other She Palmer. was in Get Out. Kiki Palmer. Oh, okay. Kiki All right. Palmer. That's who it is. Anyway. Kiki Palmer tried to but, have a music career, right? <laughs> yes. But Kiki, Kiki Palmer got a career. But the thing is, is she has um, a career. Yeah. This is where she was at the Usher concert and the revealing outfit right after she had the baby and that her ex was. Uh, like, okay. Um, her ex said something stupid on Twitter and he was like, "You should be home with your kids, not dressed like this." 
and like oh my god and it's like you knew what you were getting into when you decided to get kiki palmer pregnant you need to stay home and be a house husband and deal with your <laughs> life okay kiki palmer does not need to be held down by anybody she's too big of a star even though i cannot remember her name um <laughs> she is a star okay? <laughs> a big hollywood she's, fucking star she, um, she's been she, really great on what you call it on the voguing show on HBO Max, she replaced Megan Thee Stallion. She was great. Yeah, on and that it got episode, canceled. So. So don't talk about it. Uh, the thing is, it oh like, no! Yeah, it's canceled. Oh, that's sad. I was so looking forward to it. It was such a great show. It was, but the thing is, is like that kind of happens to a lot of Kiki Palmer projects. Is like they get canceled, but it's cool. Like I still, like <laughs> um, and she is a legend. Anyways, um, but back to like usher so he's doing the super bowl this year yay usher other things that have been in the news shannon bedore this gets us a little bit into some ah! let's talk about some real housewives of oc real Housewives of oc is kind of hitting this season i have they've delivered i usually yeah. drop housewives of oc i watch the first episode two yeah then i usually i bow out but this season yeah. has actually like kept me on i don't know if it's the heather dubrow i don't know if it's the whole tamra coming back on a motorcycle and shaking her hair out like she thought that she was barbed wire i don't know what it is about this season but emily is delivering emily is earning her housewifeness yes um, yeah and have you seen her on instagram lately yeah, I just saw today she that they have the forty pound weight loss. And I was like, oh my god, like that. She looks amazed. I know she's on. Ozempic, she does, but then she's also working out. And so, okay, okay. Here's my feelings on Ozempies, guys. <laughs> do it if you want to do it. Do the do it. Yeah, I mean, go do it. Like do it. And so, and people, are I, like, oh, I'm like challenges. <laughs> yeah, I I totally endorse it. I mean, <laughs> I would totally do it. So. I, I think it's better but, than like doing meth to lose weight. I mean, like completely. absolutely right. I mean, because I still want to, I still want to sleep, and I want my dick to work. So, <laughs> and I like absolutely. my teeth. Well, they say yeah. something like, like the facial wasting, the facial wasting, facial wasting happens whenever you lose weight. I feel like, yeah, you know and I mean? usually it's like the hardest, almost. I feel like to lose weight from your face first. I don't know, like that's just me. I think so because no, I have a very no. round face. So <laughs> some people, some people lose that weight in the face first like you see like those okay people, those i watch a lot of angry karen videos you know and, <laughs> like, and those women they can sometimes be um foghorn leghorn size with a sunken in face you know what i mean it's just like all the yeah. happiness is drained out and like and it comes out of yeah. your face first so but, and emily has been she's been very honest about her thing too because I, I always watch watch what happens live and you know andy talked about it with her and she's like but you know even like when i was sick i was on housewives and i was wearing a swimsuit and i was proud like i wasn't trying to hide my body she was always bomb been in that swimsuit this right now. she does like she does right now too but i think emily has always been she's been a thick curvy girl and she's always looked amazing i did have that run-in with her in person when we were in orange county that one time at the mall and the girl was beautiful in person like she looked flawless and i was like, like there were no cameras in and i thought that you guys had like an issue i thought you were about to no story i no, was like we were did she take your parking spot like you gotta run no in. remember i told you this like we were so we were at the mall because phil's call, car had to get service and the only closest station that was available to him was the one in orange county so we went to orange oh county my God, at... rich rich yeah. <laughs> rich 
so we went to the so we went to the mall, which is funny because I grew up in that area. So it's at the shops in Mission Viejo, and I actually worked there when I was sixteen. So I was like, hey, let's go to the um the food court, which at the time when I was a kid, they called it the dining veranda, which is so fucking pretentious. I think. But so work? it's the, where did you work? Wait, I, wor- stop, I stop, worked. I worked at Paradise. I worked at Paradise Bakery and Cafe. My friend's mom was like its owner of it, so she gave us like all jobs. It was like all the theater kids. So she gave us, you know, like whatever schedule we could get because you know the show and she knew that um oh, but it was a, a but it, hold we yes put, put a pin in theater kids keep going oh keep going <laughs> yes um so we so we so phil and i we sat down you know and you know i got a cookie and a soda you know and um we're sitting down and i see this guy walk by with his kids and i'm like they're sitting down and i'm like this guy looks so familiar why does he look familiar and then the woman sits down and it's Emily and I'm like hitting Phil. I'm like, oh my god, that's Emily from Real Housewives. Like they're literally like five feet away from us. And I was like, this is insane. And Phil's like, oh my god, calm down. He's like, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, don't ask for a picture with her. Just don't. He's like, she's with her family. And I was like, whatever, right? So, um, so we get up and I and I go and I say hi. And she is as nice as can be. She's so sweet. I would have asked for a hug, but I didn't. I don't know why. Um, but she, but she <laughs> can was I gorgeous. Have a hug? Yeah, right. No, because remember when we saw the Salt you're Lake one of, City? You're one of those people. I can't. I do. I want. I want to hug. I'm like, is it okay? Can I hug you? I want to hug you. I'm. I am like <laughs> one of those people. When I see famous people, I do like the nod, wink, like. I got yeah. you. You got me. You got me. We understand yeah. each other. You know. I want to fucking. I want to fucking hug. I always ask. I'm like, remember after we did the Salt Lake City thing too? I was like, can I hug you? Let's hug. And like when I met Candy Muse, yeah. Anyways, I'm always like, I want to hug. Um, but I ask because you never know if people want to be like in their space or whatever. But she was so sexy, guys. Consent is sexy. Yeah. She was so sweet. She was so nice. We talked to her maybe like five minutes and I was like, oh my God, I love Gina. Tell Gina I love her. And she's like, I'm texting Gina right now. And I was like, oh my God, shut up. Like, it was just the stupidest thing. But like, can I have her number? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I totally went over the edge, but she was really, she was really nice. Like I said, down to earth. And I mean, for whatever that was, but she looked beautiful. She's always been a beautiful housewife. So she is delivering this season. She is. She is. She is giving Heather Dubrow a run for money because nobody. And that's so hard. No one challenges Heather. And and I love. She's saying what should have been said. But here's the thing. She's not really saying mean things. She. Uh, Emily. Emily. Emily's Emily's not really saying mean things to Heather. But the problem is, is. Heather Dubrow has no sense of humor about herself, like at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like she's got no, she doesn't have like an inch of like, you can make fun of that because she's so tightly wound and everything is so controlled that she doesn't want anybody like fucking with her. Don't fuck with me. Bella's is always her energy. Well, and here's the thing too about that. She probably thinks she has a a sense of humor about herself, but she doesn't. (laughs) Not at all. Right. Okay. Real quick, before we keep on going on about OC, theater camp, Meow. the other theater movie camp. on Hulu. Yes. Oh my god, Hulu is usually the worst app ever, and it is slapped this week. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. I okay. So I did watch theater camp. Uh, yeah. okay. You guys, this is on Hulu. It is a movie. Um, it's super cute. What is the quick description? Eccentric staff members of an upstate New York theater camp must band together when their beloved founder falls into a coma. Uh, it is 
so funny. It starts off with Amy Sedaris, who you think that you're going to get the whole entire time, but then she, yeah. she, she's the camp counselor, or she's the camp lead who, like, falls into the coma. And yeah. So, <laughs> Joan. It is starring the one and only Ben Platt. You know I love his teeth acting. I say that because <laughs> um, like Like Harry Washington teeth acting? Like yes. <laughs> much and the thing is like i don't know how to explain it you guys but when you watch it you'll know it you'll see it people who teeth act and like carrie washington keep teeth acts mm. so does ben platt and so does our new girl over on the morning show which we have to discuss in a minute but we're gonna get there you oh yes i love it four hours long so we are going to be <laughs> so but this whole theater camp thing. So Ben Platt is in it. Molly Gordon, she's in it. The one who I really loved was Noah Galvin um, in this. He's the guy who is was from, like, the uh, the Murphy show. Do you remember him? The Ryan stage. Murphy show? No, okay. So Noah Galvin was the one who played the stagehand who also was an actor, you know, singer-dancer, mm. you know, yeah. behind the scenes and never was given the chance. And, yes. um, and now was and now was given his moment. And so he was in originally that show, um, the real O'Ne- the real O'Neills on ABC. About oh, yeah, Friday. I didn't watch that. See, yeah, I didn't watch like, that. <laughs> See, and I thought you okay. would watch the real O'Neills because you no. watch stuff like Love Simon. Like, it, so like the real O'Neills yeah. is something, that you could totally, <laughs> but you're not a sitcom head. That's probably what it is. Not really, yeah, usually not, though. Yeah, you might like this, though. The Real O'Neills is very much, like, in that Love, Simon category, but a little bit more zany, like, like meets, you know, meets the nanny. Anyways, yeah. he was in that, um, but he's in this uh, theater camp thing. If you were a theater kid, you will absolutely love this. Yeah, you'll um, love it. It's, it's so essentially, good. Yeah, two of the camp counselors have been, in, they went to the camp for 11 years, and now they've been both teaching there for 10 years, and they've been using each other you know, as a crutch and as their, you know, best confidant the whole entire time through. And the camp is now being run by um, the woman who's in a coma, her son, who who isn't really, you know, clear of what he's doing. Then there's another camp, (laughs) the bank involved, and they're going to lose the camp. It's one of those classic stories that you've seen over and over again, but it is done really, really well. It's a good little romp. It's like, like two hours long, something like that. It's a good cast. The cast is really good. Patty Harrison is in it, who's the she's the banker lady who like comes in and she's like, You don't really like this, do you? You know, what I mean? <laughs> like that the last yeah. woman. She, she's fabulous in this. Okay. Back to OC. Um, I don't know if there's that much. I love the fact that we have We're trying to get into Shannon Bador and her car accident. Yes. <laughs> and so which is like something because like Shannon wasn't even a big person in this episode this week, you know? Like like she wasn't no. a major but I feel like it is her time to go. Like she needs to bow wow at the end of the season. I think like I'm over Shannon. So Shannon has been a wonderful housewife for all these years. And the thing that's so wonderful about Shannon being on housewives is she knows the camera's there, but she, mm-hmm. still get, but she still gets in her own way. Yeah. Like she still, like she knows the camera's there and then she's so super conscious of it that she still gets herself into a tizzy well you can't have the cameras on uh, john <laughs> like she yeah left. she is she gets crazy but then she's been really mean to gina this year though and that whole backpedaling with the like did you call 
you know, about she had CPS thing? called on her kids. I'm like, what? That is awful, man. What, Come what, on. What, what kind of karma is this, though? The karmic No, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, and like, I, I heard all this shit for like the last two years about Gina and this car. And when, when Gina was a D, in the DUI seat, literally, yeah. and this, what, what Nelson's talking about here is that um, when Gina had the issue, when she was in jail and whatnot, she called and and Shannon was a good person to her because Shannon gave her a lawyer that she could utilize. But then she, yeah. but Shannon kept expounding, expanding on this story. And then like now her kids are going to be taken away by CPS and the blah, 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 because it's just, yeah. a game. it was a game of telephone that Shannon was playing with herself essentially that she was, yeah. like, she was upping the ante each time she told a story. Girl, we know people like that. Like who just, like, <laughs> they tell you the story the first time and they're like, okay, so I was taking off my underwear and I dropped him on the floor. And then like later, like I fell out of my underwear. I broke his dog's neck and I, and like, <laughs> how did the story get this crazy? But that's what Shannon did with the story yes, about yeah. Miss Gina. And now Shannon is finding herself I mean, have you seen the video of the car? I did. I saw a video of the of the crash. So it's a little crazy. You know what it reminds me of, though? Okay, like the car for real. Do you remember Batman mm. Returns, the movie? <laughs> yes. So nostalgic. And remember, yes, when, remember when the penguin got control of the Batmobile and he was driving <laughs> it all crazy around the town? And he was like flipping <laughs> into things? That's exactly how that car was. It was like somebody else, and like she was like fishtailing all over the place. It was either yeah. that or Shannon was pretending she was Cruella Deville because that's how Cruella also drives. Yeah, like it was. She, it was like, very that the way that she whips her car around the corner. But like her car. But the thing that like everybody is finding so like reprehensible and the hammer coming down and i also felt yeah. a certain way about it because i am now a yeah. dog person is yes that Ar is that archie was in the car the whole time the dog was in the car yeah absolutely so they said that she had a visit from like animal services i'm like good like that is because her kids are grown right her kids are like 18 so they can't like cps is nest. yeah cp yeah CPS isn't going to do anything. I will say this, though. Shannon is a great mom. That scene where she takes her daughter's shopping and she buys her daughter that fucking Louis Vuitton purse. I was like, okay, Shannon, you can be my mom. <laughs> okay, that doesn't make a great mom. Buy you Louis Vuitton purse make you a great mom. Okay. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. With Orange County. Absolutely. <laughs> I cannot. Like, you're one of those kids who was like, your mom gave you a couple, a couple dollars per per grade. She's like, for A's, you get $50. For she B's, did. I... You get $20. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. My parents totally did that. <laughs> yeah, see? And that's why you're like, she's a good parent. She gave her daughter a Louis bag. But, no, but she didn't even do anything special a, for it. So. Shannon's been a good mom, but she's been self-destructive. I mean, like, this, yeah. result, this is a result of all kinds of things that has been dark and yeah. talk, that they've been talking about on the show, though. As a result, like Shannon, you know, John doesn't let her spend the night with her son. So John and her got drunk and she had to go home. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know where you're going, Shannon, but you got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, she, and that's too. They have money too. And that's what everyone keeps saying, right? They're like, they're like, you have so much money. You could take an Uber. You could have got someone to drive her, right? Like, you could have got a hotel. Like, come on, man. Don't be dumb. Everything about it. Everything about it. But the fact that she like, she whips, she whips her, her car into this house she breaks you know like the cement like little barrier thing you know where the planters are and that sort of thing so she created some damage it's gonna be a couple thousand bucks 
Yeah. But um, she hurt herself. They said she got scrapes on her face. She's like now in an arm sling. She apparently, when she like, she backed up after she hit the house. She backed up, kept driving, and then she parked her car in the middle of the street because she thought that she was pulled over enough. And she yeah. got she got out with Archie, and she was acting like she was walking Archie down the street. Like, yeah. can you imagine like living there on like around the corner <laughs> and just like seeing Shannon Bador being like? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, like what like, is going on? Like, like at, oh my God. One, at, at 1 a.m. on your block, like just Shannon, right. walking, Shannon walking Archie. And, she, and you know, Archie <laughs> always got those like tired, like side eye. You know what I mean? Like that's how Archie always looked. But um, but anyways, so that's what's going on over at OC. Uh, let's get into a little bit of morning show. And then we got to talk a little bit about Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Um, yeah. Morning show is so off the rocker, girl. This it's show, so good. It's crazy though. <laughs> like they yeah. sent somebody to space in the first. <laughs> like we we're three episodes deep, y'all. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. have spoilers. We're gonna have spoilers about the morning show season three episode three. Get into um, it. Get into it. <laughs> but they sent Reese Witherspoon's ass to space. Like, what are yes. we doing? <laughs> what are we doing on this show? Like, we have an Elon. We have an Elon Musk character that yes. you know. Um, how crazy and they, yeah, well, I was gonna say they keep they keep upping their game too. Like every, I know this is only their third season, but they brought in John Hamm to play this character. And then like last season, it was like, well, how do you like up it? And they brought in Juliana Margulies. It's like so they just keep upping like the game of the caliber of actors that we're getting. Way, it's really fun. Like it's, it's so good. Well, the fact that like <laughs> Mindy Kaling is such a fucking boss, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Mindy, yeah. Mindy Kaling owns like her own universe, you know. And the fact that like she's the throwaway character on this show that they like they show her in recaps, but she ain't been around. But she right, yeah. On the show. Like, <laughs> this show like just keeps all of its like it's like all like Apple has money, okay? Apple TV, <laughs> yeah, they got money the way they stunt cast that they have. Um, but the storylines this year are just so crazy. But okay, but then you would think that the storyline about a hacker taking over the station yeah. and being able to shut the lights down and everything else, and then you see the shit that's going on in Vegas right now. Are you seeing this? Yeah, that's crazy. Have you seen the Vegas news? Have you seen any of that? I haven't seen the I haven't seen the Vegas news. Okay. I remember you were so, telling me about it. So what's happening in Vegas is that somebody took over all of the MGM properties. So this is like places like Caesars and whatnot. And so, um, wait, is Caesars part of MGM? I don't remember now. Now I'm like, I think so. I'm not sure, but I think so. Yeah, you want to look it up? <laughs> I have to. Does your sister work for Caesars? Is that like? Oh, um, she used to work for Caesars. She doesn't work anymore. Oh, she re she retired. <laughs> we can't get discounts. Okay, <laughs> <Probably same. not. laughs> we're going down a rabbit hole. But anyways, all the MGM properties like Bellagio, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, they were cyber hacked, and they didn't have any communication, like any internal communications between any of like their phone systems, like in their offices or anything. They had to check people in via like clipboard. They their lights were being turned off. They had no credit card things. They had to, their website was down. They had to, um, 
do all they were telling people to check in through third party apps they had free parking because they couldn't you know they couldn't accept credit cards it was like a, it's a, it was a mess at the caesar property or not caesar i keep saying that jesus I'm MGM. <laughs> i am doing uh, fake news you guys anyways mgm look it up um but that was happening and i thought that was just so crazy that like the week yeah. that this episode drops that, that that it's happening on the tv show is the week that it's happening in vegas it's like for sure but yeah um it's just wild like and it feels like it like time jumped in a weird way too that like bradley and um what's her name what's alex her name? yeah bradley and alex are like good friends now like, yeah like it's it's weird and it well because she's not even on the morning show anymore she's on the evening news and they didn't really even explain that to us unless like that's something i didn't catch last season that happened in the last episode that she was moving into the evening news time slot because I thought they ended up giving it to someone else in the end. They just so. jumped, they just jumped it forward so quickly. Yeah, um, yeah. But it is it's off its rocker this whole entire show. I completely thoroughly enjoy it. Everybody is acting their asses off, but like, yeah, it's so good. That so sure that last they're doing <laughs> that last episode with Holland Taylor and the new girl, like all those hard hitting questions, like in that interview, was just like. It was everything that I love about Housewives, right? When you get those confrontational things and, like, someone just standing their ground. Like, that acting, like, that right there was, like, chef's kiss, amazing. Some of the best acting I've seen in TV in a long time. And it had, like, a very powerful message, which I don't really know if that's what they were trying to do, but it delivered that and you felt oh, some they, they, sort of they're, way. They're trying. They're trying to be very conscious of, like, what's going on and, like, the media yes. and all that sort of a thing. And so and this was, like during that whole time when people were being held to the fire, you know what I mean? Like over like yeah. race things when they were shooting this season. So um, it's just crazy. That's Nicole Bahari. That's who's playing Christina, okay. the, Christina, the new uh, anchor. And she, the new also, anchor, yeah. she also is a teeth actor like Carrie Washington. <laughs> and ben um, yes, Nicole Bahari. We need to go. We need to go to the Carrie Washington school of teeth acting. <laughs> real. There's a um, but it's it's been so good. The whole Holland Taylor just keeping her accountable to what she said. And then the yeah. thing is, it wasn't just that she said it this way, but yes, you felt this way and you were also paying her less. So Yes. Oh my what, god, that was so, crazy. So where was the discrepancy? Like that was that was the yeah. great, the great piece yeah. of this. It's yeah. um y'all watch it the morning show season three we're like loving it it's I don't be, be so good yeah okay. before we go because like, we need to like we need to get this thing on the on the road because i don't want people to be mad at me for this being an 18 hour episode um real housewives <laughs> of salt lake city is <laughs> doing the work and who knew who knew that when you removed jen shaw who was a star jen shaw was certifiably a star Yes. She took up all the air in the room. She did. She took up all the air in the room. <laughs> so when you remove her from the equation, everybody has a little bit more of some little bit more oomph. Mary is back. Yeah. Mary is Ugh. a star. Mary is a star. <laughs> she is she a is. great housewife. Yeah. Um it's just there's something there's something there. Um we have they're back at the Trixie Motel at this in the beginning of this episode. Yeah. So they're staying in Palm Springs. Yeah. They really love sending the housewives of Salt Lake City to Southern California. They're just like, <laughs> they're like it's cold here. I send mean, them to Southern California. It's 
probably cheaper for them to send them t towards this way anyways, right? Kept, I mean, they kept showing Southwest. Did they really fly these ladies Southwest? I don't know. That's so crazy. Maybe they're just like a sponsor, so they have to get them in some sort of way on the well, show. I don't it's, know. It's <laughs> understandable because it's like quick, you know what I mean? And the thing is, is and it's not like you have to do like jump a plane or anything like that. So yeah. they could certifiably like hold like the first like, you know, six seats. And I mean, run. none of these girls have a private plane or have access to it. I mean, I find that really hard to believe i think it's fine i don't think any of these girls want to flaunt money as much as lisa barlow is right now about the sixty thousand dollar ring the sixty thousand dollar ring <laughs> but nobody wants to flaunt money as much as like jen shaw was because like girl they're all yeah. look they're all being looked at <laughs> they all or even like that like the beverly hills girls those are the girls who are known for taking the private planes like all the other girls i think they fly whatever like because i never even see like jersey or Potomac, like they fly, like whatever. I think I don't think they're on private planes. We don't have to talk about them that much because there's nothing going on. But the housewives in New York, so it's so bad. Um, but <laughs> like the whole Jenna Lyons not wanting to fly with the other girls, coach, because she wants to fly business class. <laughs> I completely get it. I get it. I get yeah. It. I get it. It feels better. It's it's you. You feel more taken care of. And you don't have to wait in the longer lines. You get yeah. To, you, get to, you know what I mean? Like all that priority, that access is so nice. You guys, I can't, I can't go back. You guys, I can't. I can't. <laughs> okay. Cause like, even with like, even if I fly Southwest, I fly priority. Okay. Like I am a list. <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't work anymore. You guys. And so I completely get it. But so I'm under, so I'm thinking these girls are all at least a list. They, they bought the priority seatings. They bought the one through 14. Yeah. <laughs> like, they They're like in the middle of the back of the row. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, it's a whole thing, but anyways, um, that's the thing. Lisa Barlow with a $60,000 ring flying Southwest. What is wrong with the world? What are we doing? <laughs> like, that's why she can afford a $60,000 ring. That's why she don't got the private plane because she got a $60,000 ring. But anyways, but she shouldn't have got the ring anymore. That thing should have been insured, right? Like the ring I mean, I'm sure it was insured. She said it was insured. I remember she was like, I'm going to make a phone call to my jeweler. And then, like, Monica's like, I don't even have a jeweler. Like, what the fuck? Like, that does sound very prestigious like, and, like, oh, whatever. Who's your, <laughs> who's your jeweler? Jared? Jared? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got it at Jared's. Um, <laughs> anyways, but, like, the fact that Angie's there and, and the passive aggressiveness of Angie just showing up which is not passive aggressive. It's just aggressive. It's, it's aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, and Meredith even says it. It's a war move. Like she decided to show up. She, you know what yeah. I mean? And Whitney, you know, f facilitated all of this. Yeah. Um, Whitney is doing a lot of the stirring this year, though. And I don't really think she's taking any accountability for it, though, because she no, was the one. She's earning that check. <laughs> she's earning the check yeah but she was the one that started that whole thing at dinner though too for people to do like the prickly and this and the game and it was uh, like you you started all this like this was game. you girl we'll get into the game let's, let's like um okay here's my favorite things though about mary okay because i had to write them down <laughs> she's crazy <laughs> When they first learned that Angie is there, right? And Trixie's like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, Trixie Mattel. Yeah. Okay. 
Number one, Trixie has been like like on her podcast and everything else. She's talked about like she just got into Housewives during the pandemic, and she's like fully into them now. So she had to be like living it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, and she's friends with she's friends with Lisa Vanderpump now. So it's like you definitely have to be into Housewives. And the the way that Whitney was acting like, well, Trixie's my friend. Trixie's my yeah. It was like, how friendly are y'all too? Because Trixie has never mentioned you, Whitney. Like, yeah. And I consume a lot of Trixie Mattel content. Okay. Yeah. Like, and it was by happenstance that our podcasts have very similar names. Okay. It doesn't mean anything. And we follow each other on Instagram, and I can prove it. So, okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, I, I love, love Trixie Mattel. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but, like, it was just funny just seeing her, like, deal with this, like, oh, you could just say that you wanted more jewelry, you know? But I love that every time that Lisa Barlow would be like, yeah, I lost my ring. And then, like, uh, Mon- <laughs> Mon- Monica. No. Monica would code switch and she, she like for each girl she's got it she's got a different tone of her voice she's got a different way that she handles each girl and with yeah. Lisa Barlow she would be like oh my god each time each time like Lisa Barlow mm-hmm. would be like sixty thousand dollar rings I gotta call my jeweler and oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no I loved when like when they got to the property and the first thing that Lisa Barlow says to Trixie is I lost my $60,000 ring Trixie and Trixie's like if you wanted some jewelry you should just ask for it <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> but then Angie comes trotting out with Whitney and when they're all like I can't believe that Angie's here I can't believe that Angie's here Angie's yeah. here. Angie's here. And then they show Mary Cosby and her confessional goes, Who's Angie? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know. She's so like detached. Who's she Angie? didn't even she didn't watch the last two seasons. She wasn't on. She was <laughs> not having it. But then and then the other thing too. Okay, so Mary also has these shining moments when Angie, Angie again, you know, Angie and Whitney are sitting out there by the pool and they oh, yeah. go. Hey Mary, come over here, girl. And she goes, yeah. "I'm not coming over there. Don't talk to me like that." <laughs> she goes, I don't, I don't like being talked to like that. I'm like, what? <laughs> like she's, she's so mean. And it's funny. And then actually, the scenes with her and Monica, where they're picking out uh, dresses and stuff. Like Monica is kind of scared of her. You can kind of see it because like she'll pick something out and she's like, "Oh no, not that." She's like, "Oh okay, we'll put that back." <laughs> Yeah, she's like, oh, okay. It's so funny. But, but Monica you know, was right, though. She picked out a great dress for Monica. Monica looked fucking amazing in that dress. Like, well, when she came it was out, good. she was like, you should have had a daughter. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you need to have a daughter because oh, yeah. you're yeah. picking things out. And that's what I'm telling you, though, too, is that Monica knows how to switch for these girls. That she knows yeah. that with Mary, she needs to ride the backseat. You know what I mean? With Mary, that she'll like, okay, let Mary, yeah. let Mary take up the air. And because also this is a woman who was Jen Shaw's assistant. assistant that, just, yeah. that tells you that tells you Monica knows how to deal with evil. You know what I mean? No, Monica knows yeah. how to deal with people. She's also a mother with children. So she knows how to talk to kids like yeah. Monica, Monica is my MVP right now. Like she is yeah. she, she is one of the best new additions we've had in a while. And the she's fact, really good. Yeah. The fact that she was Jen Shaw's informant. She was an informant on the Jen Shaw shit. And now That's she crazy. got Jen Shaw's snowflake. Like she said, move. And <laughs> she took the snowflake. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's wild that, that this girl is there. But um love all of that. The whole Mary when when she's like, 
why did you do this? Why did you have to bring somebody? Well, because, you know, we didn't want her to feel excluded, you know, like with, with Whitney, Mary and Whitney. And then Angie's like, you know, well, um, when, when uh, she tells, oh my God, I cannot use my words. <laughs> You're all good. <laughs> so when Mary looks at Whitney and she goes, this feels childish. And, and Angie looks at her and she goes, what's childish and mary looks at her and goes i wasn't talking to you <laughs> <laughs> she just has a way to shut people down so quick yeah. um but anyways the gift bags meredith comes out with those i brought some of these for my guests <laughs> you know like it was like yeah. the passive aggressiveness there when they, go <laughs> when they go shopping for each other you know in palm springs because it is the capital of place for women from Southern California to go for their bachelorette parties. You know, there are going to be so many bachelorette parties now going over to, oh God. <laughs> um, you know, Marianne of Palm Springs and the new bazaar. They're going to be going to those stores and doing, yeah. pick, pick things out for your friends. And people are going to be picking out this crazy shit for their friends here. Wear a thong, yeah. and, a, <laughs> wear a thong and a sarong. <laughs> like, go to <laughs> Yeah. Her jingle jangles um yeah that's gonna be happening a lot angie um thanks for not invite think uh you know thanks for thanks for acknowledging that you didn't invite me and then when and then monica goes ill <laughs> when she <laughs> tells her out there she goes ew right out the gate we are sassy. <laughs> like she she knows how to like Monica knows how to throw little things in there. She's doing yeah. A plus housewife work. Um, okay, let's get to the espresso martinis of it all. <laughs> you can't have that many espresso martinis, okay? This well, is that because you're just gonna be like up all night, I think. <laughs> that you're you're literally having a little thing of espresso with some like. When you have espresso like that, it's just like having coffee in the morning, you know? So you don't need to have too much. So yeah. it's like that. Those espresso martinis look milky, too. Like, they look real milky. They and do. They look really milky, yeah. And they, did not have, <laughs> and they did not have three beans on top. When you don't got three beans <laughs> on top of an espresso martini, it's sus. Like, you know that it's not the most enjoyable espresso martini when there's no coffee beans. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> These are rules, and these are rules that you need to play by. But the fact that this woman is having five of them, girl, you should have had one espresso martini and then <laughs> yourself over into a vodka drink. And so yeah. without, without all the additives in this way, because yeah. that's the thing, too. Is and the, I was going to say, the girls are smart this season, too. They're eating. Because remember, we went to that dinner, and they did not get to eat at that dinner when we were at, when we saw the well, film. <laughs> That's because production saw Heather looking the way that she looked, and we're like, "Bring them food, bring them food," because right, Heather, yeah. Heather was losing her mind. She had that yeah. cat mom hat on, and every time that they would show her, the hat brim would be in a different position. It was forward to the side, to the side, yeah. to the back. Heather was sitting with whatever way with Heather had to put her hand. The hat brim had to go the opposite direction, like a sundial. Like she's just doesn't know how to hold herself together and like yeah. dress like run DMC. Like, what are we doing here? She was dressed like salt and pepper, remember? Like <laughs> Yes, she, she was, was from the push it video. Yeah, she totally was. <laughs> push it real good. Um, 
that was just too much. But then we let's just get into these these uh what do you call it? These games. These games that the they games that they're that playing they're at dinner. Play. Yeah. And so the first one though, okay, when they went around and like let's give like little tales about ourselves and nobody had anything juicy, like no juicy secrets. You know, I used to yeah. come to Palm Springs when I was a child. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> and when Monica came out with that whole I was sleeping with my brother-in-law for 18 yeah. months. Yeah. And the fact that we didn't have more questions than like, what do you mean your brother-in-law? And they wanted to know, you know, was it your brother, your husband's brother, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah. so, and this woman, you guys who don't watch, she um, got a divorce from her husband prior to the show before, before she was ever a housewife. And the reason why is because of infidelity, because she was having um, an affair essentially with her sister-in-law's husband so her husband's sister's brother her husband's sister's husband <laughs> is who she was <laughs> who she was sleeping with and so the fact that these women shut this conversation down so fast because they know this woman's a star like i would have had follow-ups i would have wanted <laughs> i would have wanted pictures who's hotter is the husband yeah. hotter than the brother do they look the same i would have yeah. wanted to know who's bigger you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like I want the juicy details, especially five martinis in. Let's go. What are we playing with here? Like, yes, just, absolutely. Like, All of that. <laughs> All the questions I have, like, you know, how often was it happening? When was the first time? Was it at like Christmas and you were like, all oh, these fucking crazy people, you were smoking outside together and something led, led to the other? Like, how do you end up? being able to sleep with the in-law and like, and it's such a person who should be trusted that it was happening. Like, this is like, this is an ultimate deception. And this woman is completely clearly capable of putting aside morality and like basic principles to get what she wants. And that's going to make her an amazing housewife because she acts very innocent right now. And she's, she's like in a place, but I'm telling you, let's give this girl another season and let's see who she takes down. Oh yeah. She, she'll definitely oh, be back for another season. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. I think that we got, we got Jen Shaw and we don't know what we right now got capable because this girl got to learn from Jen Shaw, how to push people's buttons, how to get what you want, how to throw a tantrum if she needs to. We haven't yeah. seen it yet. We haven't seen it yet because she's playing really nice and she knows how to like acquiesce and just be with these girls. But this I am waiting to see, but they shut that question down way too fast. But yeah. um, I just need to know these in-law situations, but then the game two, which is the Whitney one that you said that was like Whitney's thing with the cold, with the yeah. warm and fuzzy, cold and prickly game. Number one, yeah. this is not a vacation game. That is a therapy <laughs> game. That is a game right. you play in therapy where you have a way to end because you have to end on a high note. And you're just telling somebody, I feel like you should, they, they should have called this shit sandwich and gave them something, <laughs> gave them a nice something, a piece of shit, and then something else nice. Like that's how you got to like, lay these kind yeah. of things when you are being hypercritical about your friend's way of being a friend to you. And so this the fact that they're gonna like give me your warm and fuzzy and your cold and prickly and then move on. <laughs> and like and yeah. I was like, wait, this is crazy. This is crazy. And so mm -hmm. um this crazy game, Angie, 
uh, after that game, you know, so we have the whole um, Monica, Monica again with Barlow, when she does the whole thing about how, you know, I love you, you're such a great blah, 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 blah. But then you weren't like conscious of that me and my kids are struggling and we don't know where, you know, our work is coming from and you're complaining about $60,000 ring and you can afford a $60,000 ring. Well, yeah, I think, and I think Monica's point here, and I'm gonna put words in her mouth, allegedly, but is that <laughs> if you can afford a $60,000 ring, you can afford to lose a $60,000 ring. Like you yeah, absolutely. insurance on yeah. it, you pay that deductible and you get a new one or you go and get something else. And she's yeah. saying, and then the other part of it too is, is that um, Lisa Barlow flip-flopped here. I don't know if you caught this. Yeah. Is that she was saying it was a gift it was a gift from John. It was a gift from John. It was a gift from John. It was $60,000, 60 G. <laughs> it was a gift from John. I lost my ring. But yeah. she's saying it's a gift. And then when Monica tells her, you know, that you're blessed enough to have something like this. And then she says, I work hard for this. I, if you can, if you worked hard too, you'd be upset about a $60,000 ring too, honey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's like she didn't get the point. And Barlow really showed her ugliness on that side. You know what I mean? Like she Yeah, she did. Yeah. Um I don't think she and I don't think Lisa meant to be um mean about that. It's just that's how it came off. So you know what I mean? Like just once you something bad happens to you and you get in that downward spiral, you're just in that spiral or you're just seeing red, right? You don't see enough to get out of wherever you need to get out of, so it's not making sense. So and she's, I don't and think she's she... also shooting a show. So what it does too is it makes her the victim, yes. which is ultimately yes. victim. Victim equals hero if you do something great. You know what I mean? Like so yeah. she wants to remind you that she's a victim right now. Yeah, I think that's in there. Um, but then we get into this is a shit game because this this is like Monica calls it out. This is a shit game. They don't want to play yeah. anymore. And then yeah. and, and then Angie's ass sitting there has to be like okay let's do a greek lesson for the day skeptical <laughs> she's like i think you're skeptical you know i think that's how you say it and which yeah. means fake and then she makes it all pointed at meredith and yeah. then you know meredith is basically like look i you don't want to be my friend and you said that you don't want to be my friend and so why do i want to take out time of my day you know what i mean that sort of thing well where are the receipts girl yeah. we have monica chiming yeah. in with that but then Angie goes, well, if if I could share with you how I feel, and this is like when we get peak housewives around a dinner table because Meredith yeah. Meredith goes, I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when Heather Gay drunk as fuck with her hat, seven different different ways now. Her hat's now upside down on her head. Her, her, her cat mom hat is now like upside down, missing studs because Heather is just sweated out, drunk. <laughs> and, and Heather laughs on the side to I'm not interested and then it just kind of sets it off. And that's when we get the English this is not your dinner. You can leave. <laughs> <laughs> You're a user. You don't even want to start with me, sweetie pie. Oh my god! When she, when she said sweetie pie, I was like, "Oh fuck, we're we're in it now." I was like, <laughs> "She said, she said sweetie pie and smiled like a crooked, like half Botox yeah. smile, half drunk <laughs> smile." You know what I mean? Like it was like drunk on one side, the other half <laughs> Botox. But you're oh a user. You want to start with me, sweetie pie? 
And then yeah. Angie, Angie was like, oh, well, blah, blah, and like, you know, I gave you my time. I gave you my input on like the house and what you were building and blah, blah. blah. And when Meredith tells her, I'll give you a check for your time. Oh, my God. <laughs> another good housewife line. That's a housewife. I mean, like, we, yes, are, yeah. we are playing with all-stars. Like, Meredith became an all-star housewife in this episode. That yeah. she was drunk. She has seven different accents. At one point, she was Dorinda. At one point, she was Dorit. <laughs> At one point, she was somebody from Miami. She played so many different accents. But she <laughs> sitting there, and she was like, I'll write you a check for your hours. You know? Yeah. And, and then... We, um, she tells her, "You're embarrassing yourself," <laughs> and like, yeah. in like a Downton Abbey like kind of a way, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was very British. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> and then we have the line that's heard around the world is, "You can't leave." Like leave. <laughs> <laughs> that was Ian McKellen in Lord of the Rings saying, "Thou shalt not pass." Like it was like that, but it was you can leave, which is now going to be memed for life. You can yeah. leave. you can leave is now a meme. Like it's like that was it was a moment. Like Bravo was so excited. You know that all those PAs that we can't see there just outside the sight lines of those camera were all like high fiving each other, like yes. We can go home. We got it. <laughs> Man. Like, these girls pulled it. You know what I mean? Like, give them their chicken. Take the chicken out there. You know what I mean? Like, they were they were like, they worked for their supper tonight, ladies. You know, sweetie pie. <laughs> she became Billy Porter, y'all. She said, sweetie pie. <laughs> she said, yeah. She was she was crazy. She was like, she was good. So, and, and she, get, I mean, we get, she got so angry. Sorry. <laughs> when you no, go ahead. What did you say? No, say it. She no, she it. she just she she gets so angry and she gets so mad, but like she doesn't really ever seem to like lose her cool like Jen Shawwood or like even you know Shannon Bedore with the like this is a fucking like like she doesn't <laughs> get like that, but she gets mad and you're still very much like on her side. So I just want to see like what it's gonna take to get her to like that level. I think she we're going to get there. it next episode. Yeah. Meredith was there. Speaking of that level, this is also breaking news, you guys, at the beginning of the week. This is coming to you Monday as you are walking home from Folsom. With a <laughs> hole. You have a wet hole, walking home. But anyways, <laughs> um, if you're lucky. Um, but anyways, <laughs> but the breaking news coming out of Real Housewives of New Jersey right now, this fight between our new girl, Danielle, and Jackie. Have you seen this on the online today? I did. I saw it on Instagram. Yeah, they said that the girls have both been asked to. There's a pause on them for filming right now because they got into an altercation, I guess, with each other. Mm. It's with it's with Jen Aiden, isn't it? Yes, Jen it's Aiden and Jen Danielle. Aiden and Danielle. Yeah. Oh my god, that's they gonna be a good fight. fight. Well, because those are some was, girls. Well, they're saying okay. So wait, wait, I gotta find it now because I just saw it a minute ago. Um, as we were talking about this Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, we were just taking a divert. Do, 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 do. We got some news. We got some news. We got some <laughs> news. Anyways, the news is Jennifer Aiden. Not Jennifer Aiden. Yes, Jennifer Aiden and Miss um, Danielle. Got Danielle, into right? Yeah. yeah. But apparently there was blood. They got into like a whole thing where they um, got into each other's faces about something. A drink was thrown and it shattered and it broke on Jen Aiden's face, apparently. Oh, shit. 
So oh well, good thing her good thing her husband's a plastic surgeon. She gets that face fixed for free. That's the alleged. <laughs> Bro, she goes to Turkey for that shit. She don't trust. <laughs> Didn't he fix the nose job though? Because the nose job was so bad for no, the last time that to, someone else had to fix it. She went somewhere else, I believe. I don't think it's really ethical okay. for them to like really do that. Um, okay. Oh my god! And as I'm saying this, two hours ago, the real Margaret Joseph she shares the ma- most magical evening celebrating love, marriage, family, and friendship. Blessed to be part of this beautiful—I don't know what this accent is. Blessed to be part of this beautiful family. Congratulations, Nick and Mike. So okay, they were at a gay wedding apparently last night. These people. Oh, that's so gonna be. Was... That's gonna be. A... Hopefully, they were filming. They were filming though. Yeah, for the new season. So apparently, and I know Greggy Bennett was there too. So, which hmm. Greggy Bennett is so cute from Real Housewives of New Jersey. Okay, anyways, acquiesce back to the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. So where were we? <laughs> so we were talking about these girls, and so this whole fact that like yeah, we are pushing Meredith to the level of like maybe one day she'll throw a drink. But yeah. at this point, when after she says, you can leave, when she says, excuse me, security. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that she pulls this, she pulls Chad, okay, Palm Springs Chad, who was yeah. so excited to be waiting on the Real Housewives of SLC. Yeah. You know, he was so excited. He told all his friends, you guys, yeah. I'm waiting on them. And then he got pulled into the fray, and you know he was just he he shot glitter that night the way that he <laughs> because he got to be brought into a timeless scene that will now be part of the Bravo oeuvre of of housewife fights of dinner fights. But Chad has no idea what to do. Okay, yeah, I um I don't we'll see what we can do, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but here though too, Mary had that little line that was like a little throwaway when they're talking and mary goes to um meredith she goes don't let her unravel you seriously keep it together like yeah where did that come from mary like mary was like she was like mary like mary is a bag of tricks and she is a cornucopia of things that we have not experienced and so i'm so excited that she's back even though she said some slightly racial things in the past and whatnot and let's hope that she has learned you know, right. she don't. I mean, and the thing is, that's right. She, that's why they got rid of her, right? But I mean, she didn't show up to the reunion that she didn't season, show up to, though, either. Yeah, so she, she didn't show up to a reunion and she got her job back. She, well, I mean, she's not a housewife, she's just a friend of, but so still, but she's at, she's back on Bravo. Back. Yeah, I think they looked at, I think they looked at it as like, fuck, we don't have Jin Shaw, we need to do something. They just um, know that I'm, she's. She's so yeah, unaware. She's good TV. They didn't know that. Yeah, they didn't know that Monica was going to deliver the way that she delivered. Because, I mean, if Monica keeps doing great, she'll be back next season and maybe they'll get rid of Mary or maybe they'll bump Mary up. But it is very unlikely that a housewife does not ever show up to a reunion and gets asked back. And then in these circumstances, like for saying racial things, right, like that she is back. So... It hers was, was I don't think her stuff was as bad as uh Jenny's was, but hers, hers wasn't malicious, it was unaware. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that that's the yeah. thing. But um so. but with this, and then when they when Meredith is like their child suffering, there are so many things going on in this oh my room. God. <laughs> and then they show Mary's mm-hmm. big eye that her Mary's big eyes, and she's like, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Speaking of Mary's big eyes, let us talk about these big eyes. Cause she do look like a Muppet. You know what I mean? Like, she, <laughs> like, like Mary is starting to look a little bit like Ernie and Bert, the way that her eyes are set on top of her head, like a fraggle rock. They're, you know what I mean? They're bulging like, out. Yeah. That's what she looked like. Mary looked like a fraggle. She looked like a fraggle. <laughs> um, 
But anyways, but Mary, when she says that when the girls were talking about, you know, like her secrets and they said that, you know, I like to watch birds. And Mary said that she once had, you know, uh, she had. Oh, yeah, that bird. Yeah. She said that bird always wanted her to look at her. Yes. What is that? Like, can you imagine Mary just staring at a bird all day? Like Mary, Mary said that bird wanted me to stare at it. And it was just like, so Mary just sat there and stared at her bird. Like she would just go in the room and just stare at the bird for an hour. Um, I don't understand it. Anyways, back to this. But yeah, Mary's what's going on. But this is like so great because Meredith left with an English accent and like Heather pointed it out. But the this is where we I needed to like get to before we like ended our episode today. This is where we're gonna end on this. Is okay. that when Barlow and Meredith are outside and yes, Meredith yeah. goes, I can go for the jugular and talk about this stuff. The rumors and nastiness about her. You want me to talk about husband? I can go there. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. And then then in a British accent, she went, tell her to fuck off. You know what I mean? (laughs) It was so good. And you almost see like Lisa Barlow break the fourth wall because like you almost see a hint of her looking at the cameras like she is so drunk like like that Meredith is so drunk right now someone needs to come get her like or that she doesn't even want to be there hearing this no, at the time right it, like it's it's Lisa knowing that those rumors those rumors about Angie's husband because that husband is fine I told you yeah. the first time I saw him I was like that husband her husband's he, fine as fuck yeah yeah there, you know there's rumors I asked Papa the Bear from the Real Husbands podcast like because you know he's yeah. from Salt Lake City. And yes. so, and we were, I shared with him an image of Whitney's husband who got that nose job. Why? Yeah. Why did he get that nose job? He was so cute before. He looked so Mormon daddy and now he looks, oh no. So look at <laughs> But I shared that with Papa the Bear and he didn't really, he was like, I know I'm heartbroken. He is so cute before, blah, blah. Anyways, but where we are now is that um i was like do you know any rumors about about sean about angie k's husband he was like he didn't hear any he hasn't heard anything personally but the fact that these women are looking at each other like this they got seven salons hairstyling is notoriously like a um a gender fluid (laughs) a gender fluid job but yeah mainly like gay men are there i mean i'm sure he's partaking in some gay sex i mean (laughs) and maybe not maybe he's like jonathan anton and like you know that's true yeah you never know but the fact that like this whole rumors and husbands you know that whole thing. yeah but yeah. um it's just it's funny because they keep referring back to this whole it's just funny though because they keep referring back to this whole the talk about fresh powder fresh start like it was like a church conference and it was like yeah you know they they all feel their way that they want to feel about each other so the last things here are just like on the car ride home Whitney comes for Meredith because Meredith is acting very, very emotional. And Whitney wanted to confront her, but she doesn't get to have her confrontation this night. So Meredith, so Whitney goes back in after Meredith about, you know, anytime I want to talk to you, you're always having like a big problem. And then Mary Cosby steps back in the ring too, which I loved is that, you know, um, she says that they weren't good at fighting, but then Mary goes in onto a fight with them. And she says like, what is it that you called me? I'm a pornographer. (laughs) Yeah. She couldn't even get the right word. So you're like, what is going on? Like, it's so crazy. And then, like, when she got the right word, you're like, oh, okay. Like, this is even deeper than that. Yeah. Like, the way she's that a she predator, right? Word, yeah, the way that she got the right word is because 
Heather Gay now with her jacket open <laughs> and her and her hat sitting in a new direction on her head that we haven't seen yet <laughs> is like predator. <laughs> right, she's so it. she's so drunk and like she can't even get it together, but she gets it together for that word. <laughs> She wanted that scene to end. That that's right, right there. That's a reality person who's like, I want you to turn the fucking camera off. Get this over with, you guys. Because the thing was, is Heather was almost home free. They were at the house. This is yeah. usually like when the cameras go down because the girls are going inside. It's kind of over, and then they start this new fight. And so you know, Heather is in hell because she's just she can't move anymore. You know what I mean? Like she is so drunk that she's paralyzed herself. I mean, we, we've all been there, but this is like a whole moment. Um, but then they end this here. That poor van driver and this, like, had, had <laughs> yes. to, like, they're like, can you please just close the door? And this woman had to close the door and be like, shit, I got to drive home. I throw up van. You know what I mean? Like, you know, she yeah. was thinking that in her head. And then when they close the door and Heather's trying to be there for her cousin, and then I am the same way. As soon as you start throwing up, I got to move. I got to move. I, I can't. Go. I got to go. Bye. I got to go. <laughs> then, she came, she came. then she was trapped inside that thing. She was banging on the door like, let me out. <laughs> <laughs> it was the whole thing. Okay, you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Bald and Bingeable. We're going to let you guys out right now, too. Uh, this has been <laughs> so much fun getting together with my sister, Nelson Castillo. Nelson... Um, anything yeah. you want to promote? Um, just our events, our Oso Sucia events. <laughs> yeah, October 20th. You guys can the links inside the show notes for this. Uh, do show up, come, take your clothes off. And if you don't want to take your clothes off, that's fine too. We had a lot of people out there on the um, patio. We had, you know, it was a good little mixer. Anyways, um, thanks so much for tuning in and good night from the lower level. Good night. Good night from the lower level. <laughs>